Hello and welcome back to Seniority. This week, I'm sitting down with Mrs. Taylor to talk to her about her life story. So I'd like to start with some of the basics. Kind of when and where were you born? I was born in... in in a small town in Texas, Brazoria, Texas. Okay. And did you have siblings growing up? I had eight that I lived with. Okay. And all together, it was 11 of us. Wow. So where did you fit in the years? Uh, I'm number two. Oh, so you're number one of the older ones. From the top. <laughs> and then kind of with your parents, so what was their occupation growing up? Kind of what was their background? Uh, farmers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anything specific that they grew, or was it kind of just all sorts of stuff? Um, cotton, corn, vegetables, just kind of sweet potatoes. Okay, so it's like that. Pretty just, eclectic. Just pretty, yeah. Um, did you guys move around when you were young, or did you live kind of on that farm for your whole life, or for your? No, childhood? we had we had neighbors. Uh, maybe not as close as they are to us to me here, but but we did have. All of my life, I had neighbors. We had neighbors. Uh-huh. And what were you like as a child? Did you have any like, favorite things to do, favorite hobbies? Um, I always liked to cook um, and sew. Uh-huh. I, I suppose that those were probably my favorite things to do. And so growing up, did you help yeah. out with some of the stuff around the farm? Yes. Uh-huh. We, um, we all, we all uh, of us worked, all of us, together. Yeah. As the family, as they grew up, we all all worked on the farm. And so then did in, you... In the fields. Okay, so you did help with some of the harvesting. Yes. Did you just want to be a farmer when you grew up, or did you have anything specific that you wanted to be? No, I never wanted to be a farmer. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to be a teacher. Okay. A teacher. Any particular subject, or just all of them? My favorite was uh, math and sewing, home economics. Yeah. Uh, well, all, all types of math I like. Do you remember any big world events while you were growing up? Yes, World, world War Two. Okay. How old were you when was that started? How, uh, Approximately, it doesn't have to be At that time, that was 41, 20. And I was born in 1923. Okay. And that was 41. Okay, so I was about 18 years old. And yeah, that was right. 18 years old. Okay. Yeah, that was my last year in high school. And? You know, and I was, um, I was at home listening to the radio when I heard that we, we were in war. <laughs> and we, uh, Pearl Harbor had t- attacked America. No, Pearl Harbor had been attacked. Yeah. Yeah, because Pearl Harbor was America. <laughs> yes. And. Oh, yes. So then kind of the main dream and goal in life was just to grow up and be a teacher. It was kind of what you really wanted. Yeah, it's what I really what I, I always had, um, like, teaching. Mm-hmm. I, when I was t- your age, I, I was teaching Sunday school. Okay. I taught, I taught um, the kindergartners and 
I guess I'm, I must have been about 16 when I learned to to make my own lesson plans. Oh, wow. The, before the superintendent of the school yeah. taught me how to make lesson plans. And I think I've used that all my life since huh. then, how to make lesson plans. And so then did you leave the small town in uh, Texas and go off to college? No, I didn't no. go to college until... Much later? Much much later, yes. So then after high school graduation, did you just continue to work on the farm, or it was kind of the next step in your life? No, I I, I, uh, I moved from, from, from where I was living into Houston, Texas. And then there I, I we did domestic work, and then I, did, I worked in uh, department stores. We hang up the, the the dresses and things like that. I, I don't I don't recall now what they call it, yeah. but where, where you put things out, like a restocker, restock, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's what that okay. I did. That in in a dress dress a dress factory. Hmm. So oh, you, yeah, dress store, okay. one, one of the high class stores in Houston. Yeah, I bet that'd be interesting because you'd see lots of different types of people. Yeah, a lot of different types of people because these the, the store owners were Jews, and I did domestic work with Jews. Um, they 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 are different type um, have different type of attitudes toward people than 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 the most of the the white people that I I saw hmm. around. And so then you worked in the department store and kind of did some of that with the dresses. And then did you go from there to college or kind of what was the next step after that? No, after I, after I left that, um, that uh, kind of work, I, worked, I did some, some um, housekeeping and um, that kind of work. And then by that time, I moved to California. Okay. That was in '51. Wow. I came into California, and after I moved to California, my next job was aircraft. Is aircraft? Aircraft. I worked at Convair. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, I worked at Convair. Oh, so I say ten years, maybe more. Yeah. And then uh, I worked at Ryan. In what? Ryan. Ryan Okay. Uh-huh. And so I, I worked... And what did you do at these places? I, I built aircraft parts. I, I, did, I worked on the... Um, one of the most maybe familiar one was the the um, helicopter that they used in Desert Storm. Really? Yes. Huh. Apache. I built the, the cockpit, huh? Where the where the where the, where the pilots sit, yeah. and put the cockpit and put the, all the panels. The panel I made the panels where they put the instruments panels okay. in. Yeah, yeah, I did that. Huh. that's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. And so then, were you living in San Diego when you came out to California, or where were you living? Yeah, I live. I was living in San Diego. Matter of fact, when I was working at Ryan. Where we where I made those airplanes, and I was living here. 
Okay. Like in this exact house? Right here in this house. Oh. Yeah, I live in this house. That was in, um, well, when I, I wasn't living in this house when I started working at, at Convair. Yeah. That, that all, all of these were placed, we were working on, on uh, government projects. Airplanes and, um, but I can't remember the names of them. But they were all government planes, and we had to have have government clearance to go into this fact to into the plan. Yeah. So um, we did. I did when I was working on on an airplane and at Convair. I worked on the tail, made the tail section, you know, the yeah. end of the plane. Yeah. I put the sheet on the outside and riveted. <laughs> so you were like a real-life Rosie a, the Riveter. I, 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 I was a real-life Riveter. <laughs> yeah. And so then both those jobs were in town? San Diego, yes. Uh-huh. San Diego on... on, on um, well, yeah. See, Ryan is where, right where you go to, 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 the, to the airport. Oh, okay, so where that, like, that's the plant where I was. Yeah, where like, then I worked worked on one of farther up, uh, uh, Con Conbear was. Yeah, it's right up the Harbor Drive. Uh-huh. On Harbor Drive. Huh. Yeah. And so then you kind of mentioned at some point you did end up going to college. Was that after the aircraft? Oh yeah, or? I, af- after the aircraft. When when I I'm. I was going to college when when I was at uh, Ryan. I started okay. going to college. That's when I when I I, I decided to go to because of what I had always all of these years. Yeah, I've been I was been wanting to go to college because my father, when he died, that was the message that he left me with the family to tell me to go to college. Hmm. And it took me that many years to, to do what he asked me asked me to do. And so then, so, so I, I went to uh, started my my uh, college. Oh, it must have been nineteen seventy one. Nineteen seventy one. And so then, did you have a, what major were you pursuing? Kind of what were you degree were you trying to get? Um. Was it still to go after the, teaching, or did you kind of? No, well, when I started, I I just wanted wanted to learn more about the Bible. Okay. Yeah, because because I I was superintendent of the young adult department at my son's in my church. Okay. Sunday school, and I wanted to learn if I was going to teach teachers. I need to know what to teach. <laughs> So I, I that's when I that's when I decided I, I go, I'm going where they, where they where they teach what I want to know, and, uh, and I started there. And after I got started, I, I well I ended I didn't I came out in in 1980 with a doctor of, of uh, Christian education. Wow, doctor. And so then from there, did you actually pursue a more formal teaching role? I, I taught for mm-hmm. three years. Okay. Did you end up yeah, teaching math, or did you? No, I didn't. I didn't teach and teach in math because I was teaching. Uh, of course, they had math, some math classes there, but I was teaching at uh, Christian at the Christian College. Okay, so you're yeah. teaching more. And so I taught 
Old Testament, New Testament survey and types and uh, biblical study. Yeah. The, the basis um, of Christian education, where, where did it start, how did it get started, and then the main parts of it. Huh. And I wrote my doctrine on the on Christian education. Hmm. So um, m- most of my, my uh, studies in college were, by, were biblical studies. Yeah. We did have... Uh, um, well, English was one one we had. We had, uh, and, uh, but the biggest portion of it was, was Bible, Bible do you have subjects. A f- do you have a favorite book in the Bible? It's probably a hard question, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't say favorite book, but the one the uh, the Psalms is one that that is 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 a basic good book. For, for anyone to, to to stick to read, you can find anything something to fit any situation. Yeah. Um, there, that that's going to help you. The Book of Romans is is a basic book, and in uh, the Book of Revelation is yeah. a book that that God says He bless you if the the person that reads it. And I, I, um, that was one of my, one of the books that I taught while I was. It was there. Revelation. Revelation. Huh. Yeah, I had a great, made a big chart of, of the times. Huh. From the book of Revelation. It's really interesting. So then, kind of looking at that timeline, when in there did you get, I mean, did you get married? And if so, when? Yeah, did I, 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 I was married when I came to San Diego. Okay. Uh, and then uh, that marriage broke up, and um, I got married again, and that husband died, and I got married again, and and that husband died, my last husband. And so then, along the way, did you have any children? Or no, no, I didn't have any children. So now this is kind of starting to transition into kind of some more of the... Overall, kind of looking back, um, do you have a major personal turning point that stands out to you? Yeah, um, the major one, major point is, is is me learning learning aircraft. That that was that was because I had never worked with anything, uh, any tools, or anything that much. Uh, before I, yeah. I knew nothing about working with tools, but we had to learn. Like you see those slick skins on the outside of aircraft, you had to had to drill into them with little 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 pin like drills, just like like a little pin, and not scratch it. Huh. So you had to learn. You had to learn how to do that. But we, I went to school to to learn how to how to to do that and how to hold those tools and work it so you didn't skid over all over the place, because that that material is some expensive, very expensive, and and just to skid you could, could damage the whole thing, the the, the the whole sheet of the plane, the side of that plane could you couldn't use. Hmm. So that was that was one. 
when I begin to get so I can manage that and get on the real thing. It was, it was, it was yeah. When you were working else. at these aircraft places, was it, there a big female compart or like division that was kind of all working on this, or was it kind of like the stereotypical aircraft construction where it's mostly guys? Probably the same equal amount of men and women. Okay. Uh huh. And, and and we were we were were uh, teamed. In some jobs, you, you work man, man and woman. Sometimes it's woman and woman, or man and man. Well, they work together. They team, team people. Mm -hmm. The the uh, your your supervisor had to know your ability to, and know how to to place you with someone to work with, so that you could team your team work could could jive. So that that was one of the one good thing uh, about uh, having the, the uh, a, a supervisor that that knew how to team the, the people who worked together, so they could work together. And so then, and then, but all of the jobs wasn't wasn't t with teams. You had a lot, we had a lot a lot of things that you did by yourself, but most most of the jobs. You didn't do the whole job by by yourself. You did say like that at water bottle. You one you you made the cap. This uh -huh. the cap of it. Somebody else made 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 the ring around that. And somebody else put this on. But uh it, it had to be all made so that it all would come together to make the bottle. But I had to depend on you to get your, get your part right, or you had to depend on me to get my part right. Because if my part didn't fit, the whole the project is it it, it, it uh, nullified the whole part yeah. the project. The right hand had to know what the left hand was doing, <laughs> kind uh -huh. of right. Uh, we we all had to be able to read blueprints. To work the work the particular job we had, the part you had, every part every part had its blueprint. And so then, when you ended up graduating with your degree, you said that you worked at a Christian college. Was that still in town too? So from like aircraft on, you lived in town, or that was, was that... doesn't aircraft home. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so then, looking back, you've seen a lot of history. Is there a major world event? that stands out to you as this changed everything in your life, specifically? Mm. Uh, I suppose the, the war. Uh -huh. World War II. World War II. World yeah. War II, yeah. Because that, that's, that, that it's, it's sent to a lot of the young men that I grew up with. Some of them, some of them didn't come back, and my 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 brother that was older than me that's for, that, that's the first time he had been away from home, hmm. and he 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 went he uh, went to Germany and he was gone like two or three years, two years, three years, and that that kind of changed the life for all for the community really.
because so many people in the community feel the same thing, and somebody's in their families, well, was gone. And I don't know of any other other event yeah. that really I know of. I can't think of anything yeah. that really changed except maybe the the death of my husband. And so then, do you have just any general piece of advice for someone? younger on in the path of life, whether it's like my age or someone a little bit older, younger, kind of somewhere in that range? As a young lady, young, I would say, take your parents' advice seriously. The, the, the biggest thing I regret is in my life are when I, the things I did disobeying my mother. My father died when I was 13, and she had the responsibility of eight children. So, uh, and she, she, as I, I used to say, my mother taught me everything I knew. I paid, paid strict attention to what, what she taught me, and I still do things now, now at 95, the way she, she taught me to do when I was. Twelve. Is there so that, that was main, that's that's one of the main things. Is there one thing specifically that you guys would do together that you still always think of her when you do? My cooking. Uh-huh. I, 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 th- I think of, of the way that ways that, that she did it. Yeah. And I still do that. Do that. And she told me to sew. And I still do that. And so then if you go back to any age which age would it be and why? Do you have a particular time of life that was kind of the highlight? Mm, I really don't. I, I, I can remember, I used to think, oh, uh, 50, when I got 50, that was, that was one year I, I, I thought about it. Uh, but it's not that I want to go back I, right now. I don't remember why I thought that, that age was ideal age or something. But... Uh, and that that age, I, th- I thought a lot about. And another age was ninety, when I became ninety, because my none of my my uh, my mother, not my father, none of my siblings had reached that age. So those those are ages that that had a special. I gave special attention to, I'd say. It's an did you have any expectations at point in your life about what growing older would be like, and did it meet those expectations? Like, how is it different from that? Mm-hmm. No, I, n- I never gave it too much thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, someone asked me what, well, what, why, what, what I thought about. Did I ever think I would, I would uh, live to get this age, or uh, what I thought about? I, ne- I never give it any thought about it, any thought about it. I just thank God that he, he, is, he has kept me um, this, this long. Uh, my, my concern is more about what is what his purpose and what, what, what uh, at my age, what are you, do you require of me? What 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 is is that I should do or what should I be? Uh, 
that would please you. That, that's, 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 that's the feeling I have. My mom was mentioning something about how you were like involved with this Christian women's organization and they recognized you recently. Mm-hmm. Can you kind of tell me the story about that and what the organization was? Oh, Church Women United. Okay. I was uh, president of that group for 12 sessions, 12. That's, that's, you have 12, uh, one year period the, for your, your time is, 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 is one year. And I was re-elected 12, for 12 years, oh. 12 different years. So that, um, when, it, when it started out, when I, when I was started as president, we had about um, 78 churches in San Diego County that was affiliated with it. And uh, as long as it, it was Christian, all of it long that they believed in Jesus Christ. That's what is anchored, all of us is anchored in, in Jesus Christ. We or like that's why uh, some some religious organizations are not part of a, of us because they they don't their belief is not based on on uh, Jesus Christ, but uh, Church Women United is. And our interest is the the well the the justice peace and justice and the welfare of, of women and children and those that, that are not able to, to stand up and speak for themselves. You know, I'm, I don't know how we call it now. You know, you know what I'm talking about, the, the people that that are um, underprivileged okay. or the people that are not able to speak for themselves like children and... Oh. It's kind of following Christ's commands to look yeah. after widows and orphans. Mm-hmm. Any, any, anyone that's not able to, to speak up for themselves. You want to be in there to, to be an advocate for them. And so then, the, you just were the president of that for 12 years, and then I, that I was, was kind the, of... I, I was, was that after your teaching at the college, or was that... In, the the year I was elected president, I, I was teach I was I was teaching then, and I was also teach I was at Rhine. The year I, I retired from Rhine, I became president of of, of the Church Women United. So it's just like a volunteer when, organization. Yes, volunteer. It, it's 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 church affiliated. Um. We we meet at 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 uh, different churches in in San Diego County. We we had one one time we had gotten the um, engagement. We we had World Day of Prayer where everybody come together and all over the world that day praise and we we have a special thing that we praying for that year. We have that and. Uh, we had gotten to, uh, we were going to meet at, at College Avenue that, that, that year. And uh, somebody got the misunderstanding of who we, we were connected with, and they told us, no, we couldn't meet there. But they did give us an offering. But we did meet in, in a church in, in, in uh, Spring Valley. 
that particular year. But uh, we have a worldwide program where that that one is a worldwide program where everybody in the world prays that day for the same day, <laughs> same thing. And then we have another one they call Missionary uh, May Friendship Day that we all have the same same program, the same uh, uh, interest that we all in the, uh, we, that we use for that day. And so then, were you just president of the San Diego chapter? Is that what that was? I was president of the San Diego County. We had, had, we said, had 78 churches huh. in San Diego County. And that in, included... Uh, Chula Vista, um, Oceanside, and, and um, El Cajon, the seven different areas in, in San Diego County. Are you still involved with that today? I'm still involved with it, but I'm not, I don't yeah. have an office. Yeah. Yeah. And I said president, uh, vice president, three years. Uh-huh. And so then, we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but with your your biggest regret, that's just not listening to your mother, or did you have anything else? Always keep the scriptures in in, in, your, in your reading, in your reading. Don't 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 uh, let other other books crowd out your reading of your scriptures. Always, always make make scriptures part of your reading, if possible. The first part of your 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 reading for the day. And so then, kind of looking back over your whole life, do you have a specific like? Where the regret is maybe something that you wish you did differently. Did you have a specific joy of something that was just a big blessing to you at the time, or a highlight, or something like that? Hmm. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I've had blessings all the way down. I know that God has always been been, been with me uh, down through through my life. You know, um, after, after my husband, my second husband had passed, God sent this my last husband to the hospital to see. Uh, my very husband when he was sick and uh, he sent him here to to uh, do something for him. And after that he he started coming and doing uh, just doing anything that needs to be done until he said God told him that I was his responsibility. So <laughs> he, he, he hadn't said anything to me and I hadn't <laughs> Until then, but he, my 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 last husband was really, has really was really a blessing too, and I, then he's he's been blessing he's blessing me all since ever since then he's blessing blessed me with a special friend now that I uh, he told me that he was my brother God himself told me that. So if someone asked you what the secret to life was. Would you have something you'd nail down as however you would like to take that, the secret of life? Let God have his way in your life. 
in 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 known Proverbs three, five and six. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your life. And so kind of growing up or throughout your life, did you have any specific family traditions that were really meaningful to you? This one's a little bit out there, so if you don't necessarily have something specific, that's fine. Family. Uh-huh. Uh, I, my mother was the most influential person in my life. She, uh, in, 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 in all of our lives, she, she made sure that we all knew that we were sinners and that we needed a Savior. And she, she told us, she made sure all of us knew the way to the Savior. She took her in, in the room by, by, by ourselves, me, but just me and her. And she gave me everything I needed to know about how to be, how to become a Christian, and letting God take control in my life. But that'd be really meaningful too, with having there be eight kids to have your mom take the time with just you. Yeah, yeah. Away from all of the hustle right, and bustle right, of the other right. kids. Yeah, yeah. She did that. You know, she's the only person that I know of that that um, did that. But she did. All the children she had, all of us can say she did that with us. So, what do you know now that you wish you'd known when you were young? That I would have, would have had exercise more. Do you have any favorite sports growing up, or not really? No, I I, I wasn't very athletic, lady, mm-hmm. when I was growing up. I played a little basketball and a little. That's just about all. But don't ever go without exercise. And and if you're not exercising now, stop. Because the earlier you start and the more you do it, the better you're going to do when you should grow older. And so this is kind of the last question, unless there's any other stories that you would like to tell. But if you could have someone, or if there's something that you would have, someone that's listened to your story, take away from your life, and kind of a lesson that you would want to have been learned from your life, what would you say that is? That was one of the main things. Exercise more. Thank you for listening to this last episode of Seniority. It's the fourth of the episode so far, and I think after this they're going to change a little bit. So I'm looking at this next episode being a question-answer session and kind of just a look back at how far I've come and kind of what I've learned over the last four episodes. So if you have any questions for that, you can either send them in as a voice message on Anchor, and you can just find me at seniority.fm on there. And then if I like the question, I can include your voice in the episode. Or if you just want to do it by text, you can DM the seniority Instagram. It's at seniority.fm. And then after that episode, I've got a couple different ideas. I don't think I'm going to keep with this format for various reasons I'll discuss in the next episode. But I'm looking at some different ideas. If you have any uh, feedback of how you want this podcast to go moving forward, feel free to get in touch in either of the ways said so far. And that will be until next week.